Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Hello, and welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. Today, we're going to be doing something kind of unusual, and a couple of things came together last week where um, this jewelry space that I've had most of my life kind of keeps coming to the surface. So I thought today, we're going to be surfing the opulent waves. So we're going to get into meditation and move some energy around. And hopefully it will spark some of that information you all have. We all have our own about treasure and what some of these jewels like sapphires or emeralds, rubies, lapis lazuli, that's the dark blue one, um, and diamonds and pearls might have for you. And it doesn't matter if you know, you're know you a woman this lifetime, it doesn't matter <laughs> Over lifetime after lifetime, you've had relationships with all of these types of elements. And, you know, we make jokes that like a diamond is a rock. <laughs> well, it's has a lot of energy behind it. So it doesn't really matter what you call it. It's definitely something to look at energetically. And there's an energetic force. So we're going to be a little adventurous today using these um, gemstones. I mean, they're more than just gemstones, um, but we want to find out more about what your relationship is with these elements and what your relationship with the earth is in these elements. So what we're doing is surfing and swimming down to the bottom of the wave, and we want to find where your deep-seated opulent wave is. We all have different ideas about wealth and how to create it, uh, but sometimes we're still holding on to energy from, you know, lifetimes ago, or there's an ancestral sort of energy about it, like never wear rubies <laughs> or emeralds or just pick, a, pick one. So we want to kind of clear that up. Because in present time, you might be super happy with, you know, one strand of pearls. You're totally happy with that. So um, you just want to not have any sort of sense of lack or any sort of trigger or energy still hanging around about whether you could have it or not. That sort of thing. So we've surfed with crystals before on the show, um, but they almost seem soft and comfortable compared to like a sapphire. <laughs> there, that's a dark blue uh, kind of stone. There's many other sapphires we can get our hands on today that are of different colors, but the one I'm talking about is dark blue. And when you think about a sapphire, <laughs> it's like this blast of energy and it kind of keeps going. So we want to find out what that is and how you experience that energy. And you can use any of these energies um, anytime you feel like. Sometimes we want to be protected, and so maybe using a sapphire would, and that energy around you would be helpful, whether or not you're wearing the actual jewelry. So it's a, it's a little out there in meditation. It's, it's probably going to be a lot easier, but um, it's useful to see what's happening on sort of this luxury end of the spectrum, you know, regarding jewels. And um, if you think about the relationship you might have had with them lifetime over lifetime, there's kind of a lot to clean up. And uh, sometimes if you kind of think back in the day, hundreds of years ago, jewels were easy to transport and they were also easy to steal. And, you know, a gold bar is pretty heavy. Um, even the small ones, <laughs> you can't just carry it around in your purse. Um, you know, but a diamond's pretty light. And any of these jewels are easy to pass down to future generations. And they can also be an easy item to fight over amongst, you know, kind of the generations as well uh, when someone passes on. Uh, they can be a promise. Um, and jewels can certainly be a currency. Um, and they can show someone how they're treasured. So this idea of treasure and what's a treasure to you and what you're keeping safe 
and what energy you might be keeping safe might all be unraveling today <laughs> as we get into meditation. So when we jump in to the surf, into meditation, if you feel connected or separated from any of these jewels, we're going to reset that energy to present time. It's like we connect to the earth all the time in meditation and we're always connected to the earth. It's just like we're amping that up. We're amping up that connection. When we really get into our bodies and really connect to the earth, we're just doing it way more consciously than in the middle of our day. And the earth wouldn't want you to have less. You know, the earth would want you to enjoy all of the earth. <laughs> but sometimes there's these humans that are running around that can make things difficult and promote scarcity when there isn't any. So most of us don't want to run around, you know, with jewelry piled on every day. But some days, maybe. Uh, and it's nice to know that if you could do that if you wanted to. Um, but there is a stop energy around some of this jewelry type of energy, like, oh, you can't wear diamonds or, oh, you can't have that. And that's the kind of thing we're trying to get to today. It's easier to be uh, brave about it in meditation. <laughs> so you may have some of these jewels in your drawers right now. Uh, you may have none of these jewels in your drawers, and that's fine. We all kind of know what these look like. And we've seen pictures or some type of historical pictures, but we'll find our own vibration of what this means to us, each one of them, once we're in meditation. And the, these jewels are found all over the world. So, you know, there's lots of, um, I think, energy about how the jewels sort of come to us in present day time. But humans have been like mining these jewels forever however they do that. So um, we're going to look at Lapis Lazuli first. It's a dark blue stone. It has uh, gold flecks in it um, and other little pieces of uh, gemstones kind of woven in it. It looks a little marbly sometimes. Um, and it was really prominent in ancient Egypt. So some of those past lives might come out for you. Um, it's also other places around the globe. Um, we're going to then look at rubies. Um, then emeralds and sapphires, which I just like saying, and uh, diamonds. And then we'll hopefully finish up with pearls. And there's more. I mean, I could have listed 15, but we don't have that much time. So if you notice that there's something that you really want to go back to and, and look at and maybe have other uh, types of jewelry that's really prominent in your family, you want to take a look at that in meditation and how you relate to that. And what does it mean to you? And is it a, a nice uh, treasure to have? Or is it a, something to do with wealth? Or is it about this ancestral line of how, you know, a piece of jewelry was passed down? So all these things sort of come up. And so if we don't get to your specific uh, uh, jewel today, um, you can definitely do that again. And I might do it again. And I don't know on another show. I'm not sure. We'll see what happens. Uh, but the lapis lazuli is already calling me. And it was actually my first set of earrings that I got from my aunt. And I lost one and I was like heartbroken. But I kept that one even to this day. And it's the tiniest little piece of lapis lazuli ever. But for some reason, I just recognized it. And so that's another thing that happens with any of these jewels. And, you know, it has nothing to do with, um, you know, if you can wear them or not. Just the idea of of interacting with that energy is, is what we're going for. So hopefully today we'll clear out any of that sense of lack, um, any of these sort of pieces of energy that are confusing about wealth, anywhere where you find that you're very grabby with this kind of jewelry. Um, I certainly have that <laughs> about jewels and everybody knows that in my family. Um, and then, you know, there are contracts that we can have with different beings or different families or different family members around uh, some of these jewelry elements. And then even goes farther back in the ancestral line of how jewelry was kind of used. So we want to kind of open that up and bring it into present time so you can use these energies whenever you want to. 
Um, so, all right, let's go. So we're going to take a deep breath. And you're going to settle into that space behind your eyes. We want to be in the center of our head. And we want to be able to take a look at some of the past lives around these. So I'd like you to bring in your aura really close to the body. Just imagine that sort of egg shape of energy around you. I'd like you to bring that in about a foot above you and below you and side to side. And on the outside of this bubble, I'd like you to just layer it with a cobalt blue energy. It's a really dark blue. We're just kind of letting everybody know that might be connected to your space. Like, hey, I'm moving stuff around. So you might want to (laughs) leave. You'll get all your connections back after the show. So just take another deep breath and notice it's easier to be in the center of your head now. I'd like you to imagine sort of sitting there in kind of your command post in the center of your head. You might see a screen out in front of you. There might be a table. You just might be in a big comfy chair. And so from this spot, I'd like you to imagine from the base of your spine to the center of the earth, I'd like you to just imagine a very big grounding cord. This can be the size of uh, your body. And then all the way down to the center of the earth. And I'd like you to say hello to the earth. Just notice that connection. And we'd like to run a lot more earth energy for this particular meditation. So we'd like it to be about 60%. And then from the soles of the feet, I'd like you to start to bring up some of that earth energy through the legs and the hips and into that first chakra. I'd like you to let that earth energy start to bubble up the spine over the shoulders, down the arms, and out the palms of the hands. And as it continues through the throat, through the center of the head, and out the top of the head. Great. So now I'd like you to bring in some of that solar light coming from our sun. We call it cosmic energy. So just allow some of that cosmic energy to form a little sun above your head. And just allow that to start to filter through your space. Through the top of the head, down the back of the spine, through all the back of the chakras or energy centers into that first Chakra at the base of the spine. It's mixing with earth energy as it does this. Some of that solar light flows through the grounding cord into the center of the earth. And some of it continues through the legs. And it flows up the front channels of the spine, over the shoulders, down the arms and out the palms of the hands. And it will continue through the throat and through the six chakras, center of the head, and out the seven chakra at the top of the head. Great. So we have that cobalt blue energy on the outside of us. We're grounded. We have about 60% earth energy. If you want a little more, that's fine. And the rest will be cosmic energy. So the first energetic piece of jewelry we're going to look at today (laughs) is lapis lazuli. And uh, it's a dark blue most of the time. It has gold flecks in it or other uh, pieces of gemstones sort of um, flowing through it, like, like almost a marble type of looking 
stone. It can be dark blue or it can get lighter. And I'd like you to just notice when you sort of see this stone out in front of you, where do you see it in your space? Is it on top of your head? Is it on your forehead? Is it on the back of you? Are you wearing um, a collar around your neck? Is it a necklace? Is it just stones that are kind of off to the side? Just sort of notice where lapis lazuli hangs out in your space. It can be in your aura. It can be in your body. You might notice different energies from any past lives. Lapis was used a lot in ancient Egypt, but many other cultures as well. And I'd like you to notice where you feel it. It is in your heart. Is it in another energy center in your body? Do you feel like suddenly you have a third eye? of lapis lazuli and it's coming out of your head. That's possible too. Just notice that space. If it feels distant at all, I'd like you to invite your Akashic record keeper. And this is a little being we've worked with before. We all have our own. And it kind of helps you to organize the energy that you may not be using today, but it keeps all your archives for you. And if you need to communicate with that Akashic Record Keeper, of when the last time you used lapis lazuli in your life in any way, they can show you what that is. And if it still feels a little unconscious, a little foggy, I'd like you to just imagine yourself in a lapis lazuli bubble in the center of your head. And I'd like you to notice what that's like. Is there a sense of strength or calm or movement? notice that state. And so out in front of you, still from the center of your head, I'd like you to imagine this lapis lazuli in any form you would like to use it in present time. Maybe it's sort of like a cube. Maybe it looks like a a polished stone. Maybe it looks like a big ring. Maybe it's in another geometric shape. Great. I'd like you to just allow that lapis lazuli to reside somewhere within you. So maybe it could be the center of your head. Maybe you put up a shelf and you're going to put it there. That's fine. Maybe it's somewhere else in your body. So I'd like you to notice this feeling and this energy of that lapis lazuli, and we'll come back to it another day, another time. 
So I'd like you to just notice if you're back in the center of your head or if you've moved away. I'd like you to imagine out in front of you a ruby. Rubies are usually red and they can sort of fall between like a fuchsia red or really deep red. I'd like you to notice that energy of ruby. Does it feel lighter? Does it feel fun? Does it feel like somebody's giggling or somebody told a joke? Does it feel serious or happy? Notice that space. And any energy you notice with rubies that might come up that says, oh, don't look, or we don't wear rubies, <laughs> or whatever the, the words are, I'd like you to just ground that back to the center of the earth. Let the earth take care of that. any sort of energy that says, I don't like rubies. Or no, those aren't for me. (laughs) Whatever that is, that's usually giving you a little bit of a clue that there's some little past life hanging around that. So if you just release any of that energy that is sort of showing you, you have a little bit of opinion about it, just release it down the grounding cord. And I'd like you to ask that Acacia Record Keeper to show you that past life. Maybe you see it on a screen out in front of you. Maybe there's little vignettes of what that looks like. Other pictures. Maybe the rubies were uh, viewed uh, from a certain point of view or a certain style. Sometimes the ruby energy comes with a little bit of power. A little bit of energy around uh, aristocratic or royal past lives. Just sort of notice your space. Did you lose rubies? Did you steal them? Did you create jewelry with them or something else? How have you used them today, if at all? I'd like you to notice where that energy sort of lands in your body. Is it along your spine? Is it in your limbs? Does that ruby energy go right to your cells? Great. Okay. So out in front of you, I'd like you to reimagine what a ruby is for you in present time. You might see it as just a giant a gemstone out in front of you. You might see it as part of a jewelry piece. Maybe it has something to do with like a wand or a sword or a scepter. Maybe they're loose in a bag. Just notice how you'd like to come back to this energy and what it would look like. 
And I'd like you to move those uh, rubies. Some of you have more than one. <laughs> That's totally fine. And I'd like you to just put that somewhere in your space. Usually in the body. Maybe it's the center of your head. Maybe it's on a shelf in the center of your head. Maybe it's somewhere else. Great. Okay. So the next one is emeralds. And this is a green stone. And um, it has a varied history of different and different origins from... Uh, different places on the planet. So uh, you might want to notice if there's any sort of energy around emeralds and you seeing that green. Is it cloudy or clear? Sometimes when emeralds are being cut out, they look like sort of little baby tree trunks. If they're unfinished. So notice the state of this image of an emerald out in front of you. And I'd like you to just ground out any energy around that emerald. there's any religious energy around it, you can ground that out. Is there something about that emerald energy that draws other people to it? Notice if there's any other animals associated with emeralds for you, like a lion. Or a swan. Just notice that space. And I'd like you to find where you feel that emerald energy in your body. Is it around your head? Is it around your knees? Is it somewhere around the legs or the hands? Maybe that energy hangs out around your ears. Notice that state. And then out in front of you, I'd like you to let that emerald energy start to form and how you'd like to use it today. Emeralds seem to operate differently than rubies. A little more stable, maybe. Maybe more foundational type of energy. If you notice that the dialogue was not as loud as it was with the rubies, um, that's one thing to sort of notice. And you can just release any energies around emeralds that maybe come with confusion, any kind of smoke and mirror type of energy. And you can have your Acacia Gregor Keeper show you maybe the last life that you might have had an interaction with emeralds. Great. So I'd like you to notice how you'd like that emerald to show up in present time. What would it look like? Would it look like a big 
gemstone all by itself? Would it be in a ring or a necklace? Would it be a bracelet? Would it be some other artifact? And I'd like you to place that within your body, somewhere in your space. Great. So before we move on to a couple more, I'd like you to just make sure that you are back in the center of your head. If you've been flying around your space, I'd like you to increase the earth energy coming into your body through the legs, through that first chakra, through the grounding cord. You can increase that earth energy up to 75%, and the rest is cosmic energy. And I'd like you to notice that you're kind of hitting an energy that's saying, okay, that's good. (laughs) We did three of them. That's enough. So what we notice with working with these jewels is that um, there is an energy of don't look here. And that's probably lifetimes of lifetimes of buildup of energy of trying to keep the jewels safe in the first place. So I'd like you to notice if there's any of that energy around your space of like, don't look here. The energy seems kind of heavy. I'd like you to just ground it into the center of the earth. Because we're just observing and enjoying the energy. We're not taking it away. We're trying to be a steward of these energies. Okay. So from the sixth chakra center of the head, you have your little sort of screen out in front of you. Maybe you're sitting in that nice comfy chair. Your Acacia record keeper is maybe off to the right a little bit, ready to go whenever you ask. Sometimes we see the past lives very easily, and other times we need a little more assistance. So the next step is sapphires. So these are a dark blue stone, usually. Um, They used to be the old-fashioned way of um, getting engaged. You would get a sapphire, usually. Not in all cultures, but in some. So I'd like you to notice if there's any sort of family history with sapphires. Is there any energy in your space about sapphires that is... um, Speaking to a little conflict or confusion. Kind of a closed offness. Someone saying those aren't for you. (laughs) Maybe having access to sapphires was a problem. you to notice that space. I'd like you to notice where you feel that in your body. Do you feel like you have these blue gemstones in your space already? Were they outside your aura? Were they already in the center of your head? Were they on top of your head? Were they used for any kind of magic or some type of spiritual event that they use for other kinds of ceremonies. Just notice that space. Do you feel the sapphires in different parts of your body? 
maybe a couple different parts. Are you feeling the relief that you're actually looking at this energy? Have the sapphires been trying to talk to you the whole this whole time and you were like, no, get away? Do the sapphires seem sort of superior in some way? Do they feel sacred? They feel like they have knowledge. Notice where they reside in your space again. And I'd like you to notice out in front of you on that reading screen what those sapphires might look like in present time. Would they be in a pin or a necklace, a ring maybe? Would they be a wand or a pen? Would they be part of a watch? And then I'd like you to put those sapphires in your space where you can retrieve them for later. And any last minute energy that says, don't look at this. This has something to do with your wealth space. <laughs> keep Just keep moving on. I'd like you to uh, just ground that energy. And if you think about it, there's just lots of protection energy around all of these types of stones. But we're just saying hello. So sometimes these gemstones aren't used to just getting a hello. So the next time you look at your jewelry and what you have sort of collected, you want to say hello to all of those gemstones, crystals, whatever they are. Okay, so let's come back to the center of our head. And I'd like you to imagine out in front of you the energy of diamond. In present time, there's different colored diamonds now, a days. But usually they were clear. So I'd like you to notice where any of those uh, diamond sort of energies hang out in your space. Are there multiple spaces for diamonds to hang out in your body? Is it just one space? What does it look like? Are they loose in a bag? Are they like already crafted into a ring? Notice that they have a little bit of uh, energy that's a little different than like the lapis lazuli or the ruby. So diamonds are found in many places on earth and we want to notice that it took a while for people to catch on (laughs) to diamonds and how awesome they are. So I'd like you to just notice any of the past lives you might have with the energy of diamond. And if you're not acquainted I'd like you to just imagine a diamond out in front of you in whatever form you'd like it to be. And I'd like you to say hello. Great. So I'd like you to put that diamond element somewhere in your space. It could be 
in the center of your head, it could be in your heart, wherever you'd like it to be. They kind of come with a really nice, clear, sort of strong energy. And at the same time, kind of neutral compared to the others. Great. All right. So the next one we're going to look at, I'd like you to imagine um, pearls out in front of you. They can be pearls in whatever form they're in, freshwater, ocean pearls, Scottish pearls. Pearls are all over the earth. Sometimes they're overfished. I'm not sure how to say that. Uh, But... Just notice where they are in your space. Are they around your neck? Is it just one? Are there many? Do you have some type of ornamentation or some type of costumey looking get up with pearls on it? Notice that space. When you're looking at the energy of pearls and that sort of translucent energy around it kind of has all the colors, I'd like you to just notice, do you go right inside that pearl? Do you already have a relationship with pearls from other past lives? You might want to notice that now. And any energy that's coming up about that, you can release that energy back to the center of the earth. So for today, I'd like you to set up how you're going to look at that energy that has to do with pearls. But they look like a string of pearls. They look like earrings. They look like a crown. Was there anything sort of saying, don't use pearls, don't touch this energy, leave it alone, go away? (laughs) If you notice any of that, I'd like you to just ground that back to the center of the earth and continue creating what pearls look like to you today. And I'd like you to put them somewhere in your body. Maybe in the center of your head on a shelf. Maybe somewhere else. Great. So for now, I'd like you to imagine all of these pieces of jewelry out in front of you in whatever form you decided they needed to be in present time. So I'd like you to put out in front of you the lapis lazuli, the ruby, the emerald, the sapphire, the diamonds, and the pearls out in front of you. I'd like you to notice that space. that in this energy, there's no lack. There's no separation. They're right out there in front of you. I'd like you to ground any other energies that say otherwise out of those 
gemstones. Any past lives still lurking from ancient Egypt with the lapis lazuli? Any royalty past lives with the rubies or the emeralds? Any of the higher elevated spiritual energies behind the sapphires? Any energy about the diamonds? They weren't really that popular until recently. So they're kind of like a ugly duckling to a swan type of jewel. So any of that energy, ground that back to the center of the earth. And any energy around pearls, um, sometimes scarcity hides with the pearls. And any energy with um, having to do with contracts, currency, or some type of transactional exchange with any of these energies. I'd like you to ground that out of all of them. And any energy that has to do with where someone wants what you have very badly. It could look like envy or jealousy or that energy of coveting something. And it may not quite make sense in this lifetime, but any past lives, I'd like you to ground that out. For me, it seems that there's less of that energy around diamonds and sort of more around some of the others. That could just be my journey. (laughs) The other piece we're going to look at is out in front of us. You still have lapis lazuli, rubies, emeralds, sapphires, diamonds, and pearls. You might notice a little fog starting to roll in around these items out in front of you. And I'd like you to let any of the ancestral energy start to release from these energies. So sometimes the ancestral energy creates a pressure on having this type of wealth and it's out of present time. And sometimes it's correcting something that happened and this sort of restoration of wealth. But in today's age, you usually don't do that with emeralds, for example. But you can enjoy them. You can have other fun with with that energy. So I'd like you to just release any of that ancestral pressure on the lapis, on the rubies, on the emeralds, on the sapphires, on the diamonds, and the pearls. Just release that down the grounding cord. I'd like you to allow these energies to go back to where you'd like them to hang out in your space. You can use these energies anytime you would like. And there's more to look at too. Um, As homework, you might want to look at the energy of silver and gold. And you'll want to look at the energy of jade and opal. So there's more information there of how that was used as wealth or um, treasure over lifetimes. So I'd like you to just come back to the center of your head if you're not already there. 
I'd like you to have some of that earth energy start to dissipate and bring it down to about 50% running through your space. And then I'd like you to bring in a little more cosmic energy. Just amp that up to about 50%. We're kind of resetting our space because some of these uh, wealth pictures are kind of so old and they're a little unconscious. So we want to make sure that we're completely out of meditation at the end of the show. So keep bringing in uh, that solar light. And above you, you can imagine a great big golden sun coming into your space. And it's filtering through every layer of your aura in the body and all the way down to the center of the earth. Great. So one of the last little things I'll leave you with is that uh, you want to look at where there are energies you can say hello to. So all throughout our life, we get these glimpses of extreme wealth and movement of energy around us. And sometimes we don't say hello and you want to know why that is. And sometimes uh, it's because there's a past life history. Sometimes it's that you're resisting your next step. It it can be as simple as that. So you want to look around what's going on with that jewelry box that you never open. (laughs) You want to do some exploring this week. So thank you so much for surfing the psychic waves. And up next is Venus Andrecht. surfing the psychic waves with me today on inflowradio.com you can find me on twitter at christina surfing or find me surfing the psychic waves on soundcloud or on facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing this show is brought to you by inflowradio.com the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business.